And welcome back to Zima Box. I'm your host, Anthony, with the other host... Anthony! And we actually have a special guest today, Mr. Kevin. Kevin, say hi. How's it going? Excellent. Well, we're just going to get in the meat to it, because I think the last, like, four podcasts that we had, it was just, like, 30 minutes of bullshit, and 15 minutes of the topic, and then 15 minutes of bullshit. <laughs> it was otherwise point, pointless rambling. And so... What we're talking about today is we're talking about games that we just could not get behind. We played it, we actually tried to enjoy it, but we just couldn't. I would like to start go ahead with our special guest. Oh, guest go first. Oh, Kevin! God. Kevin! Oh. Give us a game that, although it was oh my mildly, God. at least mildly popular, what game could you not get behind upon its release? Upon its release. That is tough. That is really, really tough. So, I am a big fan of a lot of genres. And I'm very big on RPGs and everything. Mm-hmm. But my most game that I would pick is probably have to be the Fallout series. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, that's okay. Okay. Because I'm fairly new to the Fallout series, right? I just got Fallout 4 uh, a week and a half ago, Whereas two weeks ago. I am the veteran of Fallout series. I've been in it since Fallout 1 was on PC. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious why you can never just get into the Fallout. I would always play them. And it really, it, it just, the mechanics of the game itself... It was fun, but it just it just wasn't it wasn't me. And I'm more of like so in Fallout Four you see more of like building and creating your own settlement. Settlement. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm sorry, I'm a little fucked up By the way, um I don't think there's been a sober person available on the Intoxicated Podcast that is is (laughs) aside from the hostess himself. I'm actually the hostess the host himself. Ow. You can be a hostess or whatever. You can call yourself a fucking demon. Niggas. I mean, if you want you to, the Niggas. only person that would be more attracted to you would be Fraley. <laughs> God. You keep Am ribbing. I wrong? You keep ribbing into that man. He's going to shoot you. <laughs> I love that man and I hope he shoots me because that way it would end my suffering that is this very, this current economy. Like you Donald Trump into everyone else involved in your cabinet. So, oof. Big move. <laughs> Big move. Press F to pay respects to capitalism. Alright, back to Fallout. With Fallout 4, it introduced more of PC instead of console. I played Fallout 4 on PC. I, was a very I played big, it on console. Very big PC person. I liked mods. So my favorite thing about Fallout 4 on the mods was aesthetics. Like the lightning, oh, yeah. thunderstorm. Oh, yeah, I got Everything. I got the uh, mod that actually makes the uh, uh, graphics better because I got a sixty-five inch four K wall, wall, wall. So 
It was nice. I also got the mod where it was the uh, Fat Man minigun. I hit you and all that you own. Continue. <laughs> that was so fun. <laughs> Just that was not fun. That was what was called machine breaking graphic okay. input. Okay. Uh, I I didn't go fraily on it. For Fraley just went, just held down the trigger and just he, created this. Allow he, me to explain, if you will. Go ahead. He launched Mini Boy Fat Newts. For reference, Mini Boys are six packs, like you would find in soda. Oh, yeah. Six packs of Mini Newts in the general direction of his enemies. And quite literally killed his Xbox One in the process. It didn't die. It, it just crashed. It, it just crashed. Because it, it took could a not. solid minute and a half to three minutes for it to clear up the fact <laughs> that it had launched not one, not two, but a Gatling laser worth of mini nukes. Basically, he put down like 50 to 100 mini in a matter of like a five, like five seconds. Yeah. So my goal with Fallout 4, after beating all three scenarios, was to crash the game. <laughs> That's all. All you gotta do is sneeze properly in the no, right direction. No, with thing. Xbox, it wasn't hard. Now with PC, <laughs> on your rig. Now I had a 970M that was the fucking. The bomb shit at the time. It would put an Xbox One to shame at any point. This was before they came out with the, what was it, 1050, 1070, everything. Um, the best thing at the time was the Titan. And if you wanted to do a Titan, you always had to crossfire it and have double Titans. Right. Because that was the fucking thing. Now... <laughs> I didn't have any of that. I was, I was, I was broke boy. I got a 970. I was like, hey, I'm cool. Bless you, Corona. Thank you, Corona. Corona. I'm infected. Can't every every time that. someone coughs, coughs or sneezes at work, I'm like, Corona. Because I'm badass. <laughs> like, corona. Give me a hug, Kevin. Infected together. There was not a lot of mods at the time. There was a lot of aesthetics. And I mean, I filled up my settlements, and all I remember is I think his name was Sam, right? The dude with the fucking the cowboy hat. And that, that would always be. Oh, I Preston. want you Preston. to defend my. Yes. Preston Garvey? Preston, Preston Garvey. That yeah. motherfucker. I want you to defend my settlement. He was my favorite follower because, goddamn, he was a crack shot with that musket of his. Like, he would wind that bitch up. Point at someone and they would die. Like he was damn good, to the point where I would pick him over any, including Strong, any other settlement in Fallout Four. I know. I like Cosworth. Thick and thin, that motherfucker had one bullet that could drop anything I was struggling with. Oh no, it's a mutant that had or a feral ghoul. It happens to be a little bit higher level than he was. Don't worry. Preston Garvey is going to turn it into fucking chunked Parmesan Swiss cheese. Combined. 
by the time I'm done, I would walk through enemies that I had no reason to be able to even touch. So I gotta give, while you give your drawback to Fallout 4, I gotta give my credit to Preston Garvey of Fallout 4. So let me tell you, that motherfucker, no matter how dark he was, no matter how fucking useless his quest seemed to be, if you followed what he asked you to do, you'd end up with the strongest, I mean strongest, the strongest settlement through all, throughout all of Fallout. I mean, I, I give it to you. Every time I would build a settlement, and the settlement I built for him was probably my strongest settlement. And never really, he would call on me. But then it'd be like, oh, never mind. Your that, turrets fucking took it out. That's when, you, <laughs> that's when you flip the script on him. You wait until you get to the point where you've captured that old ass fort. Right? And then you can call on him at any time. Be like, hey, yo, I need the free men of liberty to drop some bombs on these motherfuckers. Guess what? They would fucking deliver. That's they would they drop would bombs that were, They would drop bombs that were equivalent to nuclear warheads on these motherfuckers and erase them from the map. If I ever, and I mean ever, before the Firebirds, if I ever had to call the Minutemen, not only were they there, they were there, ready, and wiped out anything I called them to. I called were they them to there them. in a minute? You goddamn right they were. They were <laughs> Dude, I would shoot off that flare and run away like a bitch. I ain't even gonna lie. Even though I had all the armor, even though I had all the brotherhood of steel. <laughs> goddamn right. <laughs> I was a bitch. And I'd run the fuck away. And here comes these Minutemen. These men of liberty who would step up load their cannons, and fire a shot of heavy-duty explosive warfare at anyone I declared. Hey, yo, this raider settlement settlement is too badass. All I gotta do is shoot a fucking flare in there and walk away. The Minutemen would bomb the literal fuck out of anyone over there that would dare stand up and represent a name well, that see, was against the middleman. Well, see, I did the same thing, but with the Brotherhood of Steel. Because they would do it from the fucking air, in their fucking airships, and fucking death from above. Don't get and me wrong. Shit. I, I have attempted to side with the other settlements during Fallout 4. I have attempted the railroad. I have attempted even the synths with the father, a.k.a. my son, uh, the Institute. I would side with the Institute. I would side with all sorts of different personalities. But when it came to the end of the day, the views of the character that I picked most matched mine. And not in the distinct racism that comes from, from the Brother of Steel, but from the fact that I feel that cyborgs and other versions, other mechanical versions of human beings are aberrations to the natural order of things that come about. Even Nick Valentine, don't get me wrong, the character of Nick Valentine, I loved him. 
Like, I don't mean in the fact that I love Kevin, but I loved him in the fact that I understood his pain. I've been through his pain. Damn, but at the, at the end mm. of the day, oof, he was a robot. God, at the end of the day, this, this is deeper than I was in my ex He was like nothing God. more than a machine. <laughs> Whether it's powered by AA, vibe, AA batteries or my girlfriend's vibrator or from a nuclear <laughs> reactor. Damn right, she needs the boys. God. Don't get me wrong, she don't need no nine volts. I ain't that good in bed. But she needs at least double A's. She needs some D cell batteries. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Whether she needs double A's or D cell batteries. I farted again. <laughs> oh, my CD just skipped, and everyone heard you just let one rip. Anyway, so, but the point is, is that even though I back the Brotherhood of Steel in almost every conquest that come on, the one thing I can't support them in is their blatant and non-apologetic racism. Because, <laughs> oh my god. No, you're right, you're right. They were fucking... Yeah. Well, okay. I wouldn't classify it as racism, just hatred for everything that's not human. That's what we call racism in the modern age. Let's be real here. Now, I don't mean to break down modern societal constructs, but at the end of the day, if a frog identified as another gender other than what it was born as, All right. the left hand far wing of our You are left sounding gender. like Alex Jones like a motherfucker right here. They turned the frogs gay! I'm just kidding. I don't believe the frog should be gay except the frogs that happen to be gay. Anyways. Alright. So, so, back on the topic. Brotherhood of Steel for life. Of mods. Of mods. Mods. I was the fucking cavalry. I had the best fucking mod out there. Mm-hmm. And it was a quad mini boy. I bet you didn't have the best mod out there. At the time. At the time. At the time. When I played. Like I said, my goal was to destroy the frame rate. Understood. And destroy the game. <laughs> All you needed for destroying the frame rate was any mod, any weapon. At that point, you could put a Gatling laser multi-fire cannon mod on a fat man. And you could launch six by six fat boys out of the fat man. And you know what the mod would do? Oh, yeah. Every single mini nuke counts as a six pack, so it would launch. But that mod wasn't out at the time. Six mod first came out. Yeah, it was just a quad. Remember when Fraley showed us his mod and he basically blacked out his screen? He white out it. <laughs> he white out, and the- then it went black out because of the the fact that the white out was. And then you heard the sound. As all as I could describe it as a yes, a low, a a very low hum. And then about eight minutes later, his screen came back. No, my game would crash because I would I had double quad fat boy mini nukes. <laughs> so it didn't matter what it was; it could have been just. Fucking single raider. And it was like, alright. 
This I'm going to take on this motherfucker. <laughs> he or put a bad death claw. Destroyed. It didn't matter. If it was a death claw or a single ranger, this motherfucker would turn it into <laughs> They would fucking. In the game, they would hide. They'd be like. Don't fall over for, uh, for, for I know pew, you pew, can't pew. see it, but he's like fucking crouching behind the table and then popping up as a cup as a raider behind cover <laughs> behind the table. And it would not save him from the nuclear apocalypse that is. <laughs> so I said the fuck your man. cover. Fuck what? everything else. Fuck your frame rate. Kaboom! Times four. And then if that didn't do it, because when I when I ran Fallout 4, I ran at like 200 frames per second. Because it was fucking 970. It you was know. able. It was capable. The shit at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, alright. It dropped it down to like 60 frame rates. But still, 60 FPS That's is higher Xbox. than most of our consoles give us. No. Xbox One gives us FPS of 60. And PS4 Pro, maybe. A PS4 Pro. He's got snot on him, so we have to do <coughs> I apologize. <laughs> the point is, is that our our Xboxes and PS4s would give us bullshit in comparison to what the PCs could run. Now, what I mean, what the PCs could run. Yeah. Imagine PUBG. You've heard of PUBG. PUBG is kind of. Kind of glitchy, right? Yeah. Imagine PUBG at 240 frames per second. God. That, look at me right here, that's an average PC. (laughs) We, with that motherfucking faux tower, are way behind. You know, you know, you know what you're sounding like right now? Am I sounding like a little bitch? You're sounding like your PC master race guy? Hey, don't Kevin, are you a PC when Master Race kind of guy? I know more. Not know more. When it comes to the PC Master he builds them to match or exceed Xbox regulation. My goal is to have two 1080i's. Probably the tip. Oh, cool. Always the tip. The tip is the best. <laughs> That's not what she said, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't adjust by my fiance. How about that shit? Welcome to the podcast, anyway. motherfuckers. Yeah. Welcome to the rice fields. Anyways, Michael. Welcome to the rice fields, motherfuckers. Because I, I think they're doing like they're coming out with eleven hundred series soon. I've never been a PC. Honestly, guy. if we were to start right now, even if we built up to the limit of our tax checks and our monthly checks, we'd still be behind, dude. Look at me. We are hopelessly far behind. Our closest race Hashtag stimulus. will be combining our stimulus and tax checks, <laughs> combining them into one tower. And even then, we wouldn't have a fucking well. That, that, that's wrong. Dedicated professional. You could build a PC for about eight hundred dollars, and it'd be pretty good, decent. You would have ah! at least. See that right there? $75 from beginning to end. <laughs> it probably runs like fucking 30 frame rates. It doesn't even run Skyrim regular edition. Who the fuck am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> it runs Stardew 
wonderfully, but that's all pixel art and shit. So, if but hey, think about it like this: you you did something I, not a lot of people can do. That's yeah, I put thing. together a PC that actually somehow works. <laughs> I'm ready to hear how it works. All right, so we've been talking about Fallout for 20 minutes. Goddamn right we have. It's worth it. Thank you, Bethesda and God Howard. Just, just in the effort of keeping it moving. Kevin. Kevin. What is one of the games that, no matter its popularity, you just said Fallout. You just couldn't quite get behind. His was Fallout. His was Fallout. His was Fallout. That's why. That's what started the whole thing, dude. <laughs> I may or may not be intoxicated beyond judgment. But in that regard, going in order of first, second, third, bald-headed nerd, oh fuck, Reinhardt. Yes. What is your suggestion for games? It's a game that I've been trying to play for the past week. I play like two hours a night, and I just cannot fucking do it. Say Halo when I punch you. Shadow of the Colossus. Okay, I'm not going to punch you for that. Have you you played it, Kevin? I have actually never played it. Have you played it? Back when it was on PS2. It is garbage. Fuck you! I'm sorry. Shadow of the Colossus. Alright, I've tried... I've tried, and I've tried. God damn it. The controls are so goddamn wonky. Yeah, the controls are wonky. It's the a PS2 st- port for fuck's the sake. The storyline has so many fucking holes in it. But this Holy so shit. It's like, oh my the, god. Like, to me, how the fuck did IGN put it as a 9.7 I'm going out of 10? to point a pepper shaker at you. At my pepper point, shaker? I feel. You do realize... I paid one hundred and ten dollars for that pepper shaker, and, and that's I'm not shaking a pepper shaker. I'm shaking it at you like it's a ninety-nine cent. It's like an hourglass dildo. I feel shoving your ass. Oh, you're taking it away from me. Yeah. I feel <laughs> that you should have been more exposed to the story that is behind Shadow of a Colossus for you to form, for you to form the opinion that it is so bad. Well, it's not just the story. The story is like maybe the, on the back burner. Why? It's it's. One, it's mostly the controls. Well, duh. Like, how come it took me 15 minutes to figure out how to fucking ride the horse? Because you play Xbox more than PlayStation, continue. No, I play PlayStation. I haven't hooked up my Xbox in a while. Look at me. Shut up. I'm just kidding. To be fair, he has played a lot more PS4 than he really ever played in Xbox 360. As far as why you couldn't conquer the Shadow of the Colossus... Let's be real here. Even on PS2, it was never a fucking anywhere near easy game, even on easy. Because you still had to solve the puzzle of why the Colossus was even there. And then you had to climb the motherfucker. And then you had to stab the dome. It was was just a pain in the ass from start to beginning. Don't get me wrong. I, as an independent from Reinhardt, in love the story of the Shadow of the Colossus. And I value it. And I hope that it continues into the next PS5, Xbox, I don't know, S or 2 or whatever. Whatever the next Xbox era is. Series X. Series X, thank you. I hope it carries on in that era. Much, Much like, I hope, the work of God Howard and the Elder Scrolls Skyrim carries on to the next era. Let's be real here. We own 
in this household. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight versions of Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. And you can eight? bet. Eight. I have two. And we have the six others. You can best bet. I know, I know, one for the computer and one for the computer. One for each computer. One for PS4, PS3, and two more for the computer. <laughs> two of them are Spy- Skyrim Special Edition, two of them are Skyrim Regular Edition. Oh, okay. And, I can, and I'm willing to bet we that when the PS5 or Xbox 2 or whatever comes out, we're going to buy Skyrim for that. Not only because nope. we love the fact that Dodd Howard, God Howard, has his yachts. Because his yachts are paid for. I will refrain from buying Skyrim until fucking uh, Elder Scrolls 6 comes out. Look at me. There you go. If Skyrim well, came okay. out for the PS5 and you had a PS5, you would buy Skyrim for it. Do you know why? <laughs> as long as there's mods with it. Of course there's going to be You're mods. You're all about the it. mods, ain't you? I love fucking mods. My favorite mod is fucking the Thomas the Train Engine that's and fucking the Dragons. <laughs> that's how Nicole got me into Skyrim was she introduced yeah. back there. Is that the one where you from Scrado and, and Thomas the Engine would come out? No, like literally you're in Helgen about oh, to be executed Thomas the Engine as in the Dragons. Yes. Instead of Alduin, oh there's Thomas the Train Engine. Yep. Or Macho Man Randy Savage, your call. Oh yeah! And the world explodes in the voice. Oh no! There was this uh, Left 4 Dead mod where all the zombies were Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Well, they weren't. Yeah, they sounded like him, and that's all you heard was Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Slim Jim! Oh yeah! And it's just like it's the stupidest fucking thing ever, but that's it's great. Speaking of great, moving along, Mr. Weekly. Yes. What is your game? Oh, Uncalled for Heroes of the Late series. Duke Nukem. And I stand by that, no matter how shitty Duke Nukem forever was. No, wait, 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 wait. I thought you liked Duke Nukem. I love Duke Nukem. I would stand by Duke Nukem until the day I died. However, Duke Nukem forever... Was an abomination that should have taken 12 years to make. Duke Nukem should have been an Xbox only release that ended with Duke Nukem showing the Xbox 360 controller. As far as I'm concerned, Duke Nukem is a travesty, a sin amongst mankind, and no matter how much I enjoyed playing it, I wish they had taken the real deal effort and put into making the Duke Nukem series out of the woods. Because let's be real here, Doom has, I say suffered in a light context, suffered a boom of popularity. People looking forward to Doom Eternal that came out on March 30th, left and right. I've been looking to Doom Eternal since I was 12. You know what else I've been looking for? Hmm. Duke Nukem Forever. I expected (laughs) Duke Nukem Forever to hold up to the standards that I had put to it, to hold up to the standards that involve the game that has been in production for 14 years. That's just like saying fucking Unreal Tournament. No, but you don't understand. Imagine if Unreal Tournament 
had a severe, deep following from a generation ago. Imagine if Kevin, you know my father, correct? Yeah. Imagine if my father were looking forward to the next Duke Nukem game, and what he got handed was Duke Nukem Forever. Would you think he would be mildly upset in the least? Okay, okay. I've never played Duke Nukem Forever. What is so bad about it? Okay, so Duke Nukem 1 and 2 were both side-scrolling platform adventure games. Yes. Right? You shoot the enemy, you gain the letter, you connect the word Nukem, you get a bonus. You hit the very end goal at the end, you hit Duke, which is the first half of Duke Nukem, so you get a good bonus. Duke Nukem 3D set the pace for the modern multi-dimensional first-person shooter that ever came out. Doom was great. Duke Nukem put it into a more modern state so we could understand. Instead of starting out a badass, you started out as Duke Nukem. Technically, although it was a badass, (coughs) he still had mortal weaponry to work with, and he would earn himself up level by level to the point where he reached master weaponry. And, of course, it was Duke. So there wasn't a big titty babe near him. He was relatively bored. So you had this charismatic, all-muscles, smartass that was with you. Journey to journey to journey to journey. And he was with you by the side. If If you were disappointed, don't worry. He also was disappointed. But he was much more vocal about it. These people look like pussies. You know, he was just all about that X-rated, hardcore genre that you can't find today. And nowadays, you you load up an M-rated game, and it might have censorship over certain parts of it, including the part, but but not limited to, to the part where he would call someone else a pussy. You can't do that anymore. It's not PC. And that literally took the nuts of Duke Nukem, those big brass hangers, and chopped him the fuck off. To the point where he was a shadow of his (laughs) former self. And I despise Gearbox... Gearbox Gearbox Studios for allowing that to come out in the great and holy name of John St. John. The guy who forced Duke Nukem. Bite my big metal balls. Going along with that, another game like Duke Nukem was Serious Sam. Oh man, Serious Sam got done dirty. That, along with Duke Nukem, could have been so much better. Mind you, both of them were about an alien apocalypse. Both of them were about unnecessarily invading aliens upon Earth's terrestrial dome. Serious Sam and Duke Nukem both took to it. Imagine them as two parts of the same military regiment. But one going this way and the other one going this way. Duke Nukem took chain guns and grenade launchers. Both of them are weapons that you could say were babies from Unreal Tournament. Because Unreal Tournament one of the best weapons you could have was the flat cannon. Which the flat cannon actually reminded me 
came from Doom. Yeah, it did. Came from number really five did. rocket launcher. Yep. He also had the rocket launcher. Yeah. It was a fucking, what was it, a quad rocket launcher? Yeah, and in Quake, it wasn't the quad rocket launcher. That was the death of mankind. If you got targeted by that motherfucker, if you got targeted, Quake, if you got targeted by the quad rocket launcher, you may as well just, just stop moving. Just there was no point in you continuing. Just fuck it. I'll respawn. If we'll, you we'll even, fight another day. <laughs> if you dodge three out of four of the rockets in that lock-on quad rocket launcher, you were still dead because that one rocket was going to blast your ass from 150 points of health, where you had a maximum of 130. Well, it depends on the on the, the new Unreal Tournament, uh, which we can't really say this new is Unreal Tournament too. It came out for what? Regular Xbox, they really needed... Regular any- Xbox and Windows 2000. Yeah, they really need another Unreal Tournament. Especially with, like, Unreal Engine, how much it has progressed. As a PlayStation user, if they came out with another game that used Unreal Tournament, I believe, or, on, or Unreal Engine 6 by now, or Unreal it's, Engine 5. It's, it's four, 4 or 5. 4 or 5. Regardless, if they came out with a new game that featured a deathmatch, just a deathmatch mode, on any of the Unreal Engines, I would probably buy the system keeping, and the game that correlated to it. Keeping with the maturity content that it had back then, because you know, when you hit somebody with a quad, a quad rocket launcher, their body exploded when you killed them. Yeah. You didn't see the fucking legs fall. <laughs> you not see their torso. It's just be their fucking torso. Just That's flying great. off into distance. If they were just fall over and say, Ugh. No, they would literally... <laughs> Mature content back then <sighs> is definitely not the same as it is now. Oh, no. I, absolutely not. People get... Uh, people... Yo, I was playing fucking... Fallout 4, just to go back on that. And, uh, fucking headless corpse hanging from a light post. I was surprised at that. <laughs> Not another, another unopened one, please. There is I no... Attempt- there's no unopened beers? This God. is the last beer, sir. You have chugged two of them. One, two. I literally right. watched you. We're sitting here. Oh, this is the only platinum. Grind our hands to you. I would do it again. All right. Actually, no. You chugged. You chugged. Just chugged three. You didn't. You know why? No, you didn't. You guys. You inhaled it. You inhaled it. You didn't breathe at all. You didn't take a breath before. That was your breath. And what's funny is I have asthma, <laughs> that, so I had to at least breathe this way until now. Between then and now. And it doesn't matter. I would totally... I mean, you have that body armor over there. It's that not is alcohol. body armor. But it's not alcoholic. Why the Reinhardt is continuously trying to sober up AJ. Fuck him! I love you, Reinhardt. That was unnecessarily loud. If you want to drink... You got Captain America right there. He's just Captain America. Oh, no. <laughs> you can't see it right now, but he's dabbing. And did he drop the cup? He, he, dropped, he right totally dropped, dropped the cup. I dropped cup. a cup like a patriot. Wow, like a patriot would. Like a patriot. All right, so 
my next game, I don't I, I don't think you'd be offended, but I'm not sure about you. Fucking Fortnite. I hate Fortnite. I, with the fiery passion of a thousand suns. Go ahead. Absolutely do not like Fortnite. Now I love Battle Royale games. Don't get me wrong. I've played PUBG, players unknown battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. I've played I've played Fortnite. I've played Rim Royale. Which is I, I, okay, so I've I've played Fortnite and I I've tried. I have tried to get into the game. I, and I have tried to get on the bandwagon. But god damn it. <laughs> I believe you would genuinely enjoy Rim Royale. The reason being is because at this at this suggestion of both Kevin and Jeremy, I decided to download it and play the tutorial. It's free, might I add. Okay. It's free. It's from Hyro Studios. Hyro Studios has also made Paladins. They've also made Smite. And I and Smite is a MOBA. I'm a big fan of Paladins, which was a big MOBA. For a little while there, it was a free-to-play, and it was very serious in its contention. Let me tell you, some of those classes would hold up to modern warfare. So, for the fans that don't know what Paladins is, Paladins is like Blizzard's Overwatch. It has the same concepts of, like, moving a cargo load to another destination type of thing. Point A to point B in a limited amount of time against a flag type of thing. Against an opponent company that would resist you attempting to accomplish those goals. Moving cargo from point A to point B or capturing said flags. Well, Hyrule Studios should be another topic because Hyrule Studios has been amazing. Oh, yeah. They're also based in Atlanta, where Rocket League is also based in Atlanta. They've been one of the most reliable content producers for free on the PlayStation and Xbox networks. And PC. They started off with PC. They did. You were right. So, for me, I've played Smite, which is Hi-Rez's MOBA to compete with League of Legends and Dota and everything. Hi-Rez Studios has created a MOBA to where it's a different point of view. It's a third person. You're not at a per- first person view where you're looking down. That's I would say that's a second person view where you're sort of omniscient like, and you know everything like, that's going so on. So Blizzard came out with Heroes of the Storm yeah. to com- uh, compete with League of Legends and Dota and all that. Do you remember the series Paragon? Yes. Okay, Paragon was a lot like that where you observed the actions of one person that you directly controlled while your other minions grew in power based on Paragon what you did. was through Epic Games. Dude, I loved Paragon. Especially Paragon was the awesome. King. Oh it my really god, it was. Great. It was graphically, it was an amazing graphically awesome I miss playing it game. with people like Blake and Ray. Blake and Ray used to play that all the fucking time. Well, I miss playing with Well, let's get back to Fortnite. Hang on. Ooh. I agree with the sentiment. <laughs> oh. Okay. I agree with that. Wholeheartedly, you know, like, shit you said sounds. Fortnite, and I was just like, you don't "All like right." Fortnite either. I, okay, I used to like Fortnite, except for the fact that when I shot someone, they turned into a sixty foot tower. Fuck that! Don't get me wrong. I used to love being the motherfucker that had a rocket launcher when they turned into a sixty foot tower. Oh yeah, well, if you're fuck the ninja, base you of your tower do and it. everything in between. Because as soon as you blew out the bottom levels, you would watch the top levels start disintegrating as they went up. So I would love to. I re-downloaded Fortnite oh, God. last week. 
man. I played one. No, I played two games. Oh, you played two? You have I played two games. I played with Jeremy. My God, and the patient. Jeremy God. is the type of person that when he dies, he rages. That's why I love playing with him because <laughs> listening to his rage is pretty awesome. You, you listen to him oh my God. screaming uh, on the mic, God damn it, motherfucker, and then you hear something like you threw his fucking controller or something. It's, that's me. It's hilarious. It makes my fucking No, you night. don't understand. Every time he throws the controller, I it broke sounds the controller. like another I have to buy broke. another one. Either his controller or his television. <laughs> it sounds like one or the other. If you're playing with him on PlayStation, because PS4 controllers are expensive, it sounds like he broke his television. If you're playing with him on Xbox One. Well, that's another topic as well. PS4 <laughs> controllers and Xbox controllers. Yeah. The reason being, Xbox has continued to keep with their design mm-hmm. and also keep with double A's. Whereas the PS3 and the PS4, while having integral charging batteries, have changed designs Severely from the 360 to the one to the PS3 versus the PS4. Mm. The PS3 looked like a PS2 controller you didn't have to plug in. The PS4 controller looks like a totally different beast. Don't get me wrong, it fits well in the hand, especially for people who, holding up both hands, have tiny hands. But at the end of the day, the 360 and the Xbox One is the controller that you want for more control and more precision. That's why if you've ever seen memes, because I, I love watch, looking at memes and everything. It's memes my are my daily life. Come it's, on. It's, it's everybody's fucking daily life. At this yeah. point, with the coronavirus going to destroy the world and the world not having been right since Harambe was alive in early 2016, the whole world looks at memes. Well, too bad we're fucking covered. essential, but... Fuck you, you get to work at least for minimum wage. We get less than minimum wage. I don't get minimum That's wage. That's another my testicles. Anyway. Anyways, if you've ever seen the meme of like somebody playing on the PS4, they have a, f- a fucking six-inch cord connected. They're talking shit about the Xbox controller that has double A's. That has double A's. I would tell you. Oh, bet you wish you had fucking rechargeable batteries now. At that point, and they're playing right at the front of the screen like this because you can literally put rechargeable double A's inside of an Xbox controller and have the same shit. The only difference is the fact that ours comes in a rather in a relatively sleek package. Otherwise, let's be real here. I love Microsoft. I love what they've done for the modern private computer generation. I love what they've done for technology as a whole. God bless Bill Gates. God bless Bill Gates. The only person who is more holy than him is Todd Howard, also known as God Howard. God bless his soul. (laughs) The the point is, if it it wasn't the fact that I've been started on the Xbox clan, I probably would have stayed with the Xbox. But, back when I was a Sega Dreamcast owner and lusted for a modern video game competition machine, what did my parents buy me? They didn't buy me an Xbox. They bought me a PS2. And from there... an amazing game. Which was Kingdom Hearts. Dude, they didn't even buy me that. You know what they bought me? They bought me Donald Duck. Going... Quackers. That's fucking hysterical. You laugh. I'm a motherfucker. I played that to 98% completion. You know why I didn't have 100% completion? 
I couldn't find one of the bonus lives. Dude, oh, the only I couldn't game. find it. I searched all 18 levels, top to fucking bottom. Couldn't find it. So Could you trust the YouTube? Shut up. <laughs> I found it later YouTube on YouTube. YouTube at that time wasn't really Yeah, No. But what I did games. find on YouTube, I found it and I was kind of pissed. Which leads me to my second game I ever owned on PlayStation 2. And also, one of the games that I feel is slept on by the entirety of video gaming platforming as is Klonoa. Klonoa is one of those games that I feel didn't have a cult following simply because it was a little abstract. It yeah, relied on a character Klonoa that had extremely... there was nobody else that played Klonoa. Klonoa. What the fuck is I've that? Never I've heard never heard of that It was that one game. of those JRPGs, except it wasn't an MMO. And oh, it came out in Monster Shut up, you faggot. It came up in the early <laughs> years. Late years of PlayStation 1, early years of PlayStation 2. So it didn't get a lot of coverage. But the Klonoa series, I feel, is almost integral in explaining how the PlayStation evolved. Klonoa 1 took place on the PS1. Back before they had analog joysticks. That right, motherfucker. You had X square triangle circle and the four directionals. Good luck, motherfucker. Klonoa reminds me of like every time he says it because it's not really known. Fuck you. And it's very sad. It reminds me of like an anime where it's very fucking sad anime. Consumed time penis. It reminds me of that, and so I feel like I'm about to fucking cry. It was basically so, the Majoka. He's getting so emotional about this right now. It was the Magicka Madoka of PlayStation 2 games. So now, like, if you got into it, it was totally awesome. But if you weren't into it before Klonoa 2, if you got into it at Klonoa 2, it was the darkest and most fucked up story you could ever so, fucking so read. Let me let me ask you a question. Why is uh, Klonoa one of my underrated games? Under one of your games that you couldn't get behind. The reason why Klonoa wasn't one of my games I could I could ever get behind was because a it's a couple points. A it offered no multiplayer capacity whatsoever. Okay. And B, the story was too sad. And I'd say that was Sad Boy Hours. Joji's run in the background. It was too sad to be willing to drag another person through. And I drove my sister through. (laughs) Jesus Christ, you're a monster. It's like, no wonder she didn't want to play video games with me after we reached... 14. No wonder she was beyond that shit. Because at the end of the day, the only story given, the only story driven games we had were fucking sad. Well, if we're going to get on the topic of old games, let's talk about old games that have been remastered that have been completely destroyed. Mahjong. Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, God. That game is a fucking train wreck compared to Mount The newer Star Wars are complete fucking train wrecks. Absolutely. Without 110%, it's a CSX derail, dude. It's just garbage. And if you haven't played the newer Star Wars Battlefronts, 
then I'm happy for you. <laughs> if you've played the old ones, I'm happy for you as well because you get to keep the memory. All those fucking memories and awesome experience of dealing with the storyline, learning about Star Wars to the point it's just like, oh my god, this is awesome. And then you play the newer newer Battlefronts and it's EA games. Hey, EA. Buy this. Buy it's that. In the game. No, it's not. It's not in the game. It's in your wallet for the twenty dollar DLC. We have talked about that on previous podcasts about how much we fucking hate DLCs. In case hand motions aren't enough, fucking hate DLCs. Loot boxes. Loot boxes. Loot boxes are quite literally the bane of my existence. If a loot box never existed, I feel that society would be on flying. So, yes and no. So, with loot boxes, so if you're if you're in the game, so say like let's go back to high res videos with Smite. You have a lot of different mythological characters that you can play, and um, even with League of Legends, everything you have different skins. That is their way of battling loot boxes because you could buy skins. And I am one of those people that I have to have the newest and latest fucking skin. So I've spent over $1,500 on one single game just to have all the skins. Don't get me wrong. I am all about skins and customization and gameplay. I am not, however, a front to the people who pay to have advantages over those who don't pay. Yeah, like it's a pay-to-play game. You have a pay-to-win game. It's ridiculous. Exactly. I feel that. But now, pay-to-play game. Speaking of pay-to-win games, I'm just. We got ten minutes left, so I'm going to jump into mine, not to cut y'all off. But yeah, we're almost done. Oh <laughs> Hell yeah! Shit. But uh, my next game is the. I think the king of loot boxes, the king of pay to win. I hate this game more than fucking any other game. I paid a hundred dollars for this goddamn game, played it four times, and I'm done. Black Ops Four. I don't blame you. No, I what? I haven't played any of the Black Ops Four series at all. I have not played Black Ops Four. I played Modern it Warfare. It is literally Call of Duty. Black Ops Four. It's the Call of Duty version of Fortnite. You know, what? I hate everything about it. Because Black Ops 4 is Black Ops 3 with more time behind producers. That's it. But, so, with all those series, everything, every single game now, there's a thing that they're battling the loot boxes with, and it's called a battle pass. Fuck that! No, no, I will ignore your call for a lower volume. Fuck battle passes. What's a battle pass? So, everything they stand behind. So with modern games now, and I'll go back to like, we'll say Spike, because Smite has tournaments. You have your season. You With the season, you can get a battle pass. With the battle pass, you get, if you pay the $10 or whatever it is, you get or a battle pass. There's, there's a free section. Of leveling up the battle pass, and then there is a premium section, and it's with Call of Duty now. Yep. 
Well, not only Call of Duty, Apex Legends has done it. Yep. Uh, Smite has done it. Yep. Literally, almost every single game now is coming out with a battle pass. And I hate the board. Continue. So, and is a battle pass basically a fucking loot box? It is, it is a series. longer loot box. A series. You pay ahead. So, because it is a season long thing, so say a oh, season ends God. in 120 days. You buy the, the fucking season pass, there's like a hundred levels to it. You level you, it up. You unlock like five of those levels instantaneously. There's so only, get, and then you get exclusive skins and stuff like that. And it makes your character look cool. And there's a lot of people that's like, oh, cool, I'm going to do this. And so you actually have to play the game. In order to unlock this stuff. Now, what they're doing... So you can just like, hey, I, I got this new game. I'm going to pay fucking this amount of money for it. And I'm going to have a jump start over people that's been playing it for six fucking months. No. 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 It's not pay to win. It's not pay to win. It is definitely not pay to win. It is more, hey, I have money. So I bought the, the battle pass. Hey, I got the new skin from the battle pass. I don't play this game much, so I'm gonna pay fifty dollars more to earn er, to buy levels in the battle pass instead of. Oh, that's fucking. Now, to be fair, oh yeah, that's garbage. To be fair, there was both a submachine gun and rifle released in the last Call of Duty Game Pass battle pass. That you can only get from the battle pass. It was the Growl five five six. I, hundred and ten percent, missed my opportunity. Pick up the Growl 556. Five, you know why? Because hmm. I could crush. And when I say crush, I'm looking at Kevin. Literally crush anyone using that Growl 556 five, with a 9mm submachine gun. What do I have to worry about them? Oh, they can reach intermediate ranges out to 300 yards. Motherfucker, our sniper rifles barely touch anywhere near that. Why the fuck am I worried about your assault rifle when my MP5, invented in the 1970s and 80s, mind you, could quite literally turn your ass into paste? You know Why what? am I worried about your growl? You know what? Five, Call of Duty's new way of realistic. I don't give a fuck. Game trying to uh, make take, people into winners. I'll take the first class submachine gun. Of their factory, and guess what? At the end of that fucking tournament, I am going to be a winner. That's like yes. saying that you played Black Ops 2 and your best weapon was the MTAR. Oh, that's garbage, though. <laughs> it was not garbage. There's no recoil on it. You can literally shoot somebody. You put FMJ on it and rapid fire. And you were blasting through walls you, and you, at you an accelerator. You could fire rate. at somebody. Uh, I'd still fucking hit them. We're at the, have the ADS. We're actually at the five minute warning, and Kevin on the on the podcast when we're at the five minute warning, we do something called a lightning round. We just say, uh, you know, lightning rounds in this case of games. Dick. Between the game <laughs> okay, in this case, Kevin's first game was Dick. My second game was honestly the Empire, the Civilization series. I couldn't get behind it just really? because, just because, and I say this exclusively. 
I've never played any of the Civilization games. I've never been really big behind any of them. The closest <laughs> I've been is The Sims, which is like Civilization, but like I microscopic love the scale. Games. The Civiliza- Civilization games were actually really good strategy games that, I mean, it took time with. And if you didn't fucking speed through it and you actually, like, sat down and really thought about what you are going to do... I mean not strategy. Skipping, you mean not skipping Gandhi to negative one hundred and causing <laughs> and him causing a nuclear apocalypse, but like leaving him at a hundred percent peace and just working around that. <laughs> because right, that well, was my thing. If we're I would throw too. a lightning round. I will throw out Metal Gear Solid. Oh fuck you! Metal Gear Solid is a fantastic. Theory. As soon as I heard the word metal, I was just like, "Oh no, we lose on shit." I will stand here until the day I die with the Springfield Operator in my hand and defend the Metal Gear series. I don't care if you're naked snake, solid snake, venom snake. snake. I don't give a fuck. Did they really follow the story though? You're goddamn right they followed the story. <laughs> it's not their fault. No, the no, story no. was so convoluted no, no. that no one could understand it. I got, I got this. We actually had a five minute, a five ten minute discussion about the Metal Gear Solid series on one of our podcasts, and he just like he knows everything about it. It basically from the inside out. Hideo Kojima is one of my favorite, and I say this with every ounce of my being, my favorite producers for modern interactive media in the world. All right, so I'm gonna go on mine real quick. Uh, I don't think you, either of you play sports games. I don't really play sports games Sometimes. that much, but I'm a big baseball fan, so I'm going to with MLB The Show 2019. Okay, so both baseball games I'm into were Jacksonville Suns games. <laughs> the Jacksonville Suns. It rained at both of them. God. I need I to take... played sports as more physical. I never played sports games. Well, like, okay, I, played, I, I played, I had, like, NCAA 2005 when I was a kid. Oh. Shut up. <laughs> 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 Fucking, you know, but MLB The Show was, it, it was okay. MLB it was just, stick my dick in your ear, fuck what you heard. The actual most sports game I've really played and it really goes back to the Nintendo 64 was fucking like, what was it? The NFL 98. God. Dude, I had that on, t- that had on that PS- too. PlayStation 2. Or PlayStation 1, but I played it on PlayStation 2. My most innovative sports game was 2002's MLB Smash on the Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> I mean, in our, I can say like sports games. All right, really? so we got a minute left weekly. Go ahead, uh, just say what your next one is. That's oh, underrated games? Game or games you couldn't get behind? Yeah. Okay, as much as I loved it, Road Trip. I would literally just take a, pla- a, a rubber hair tie, tie it to the X button so it would stay accelerating, and then go to school. And then come back in third grade, mind you, to like 24,000 yen, which would buy me a fuck ton. In Road Trip, because honestly, Road Trip was just bullshit. You drive around with it with a sign on your car, make money. Kevin, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter, <laughs> Monster Hunter World. Oh God, super fuck you with an extra fuck. 
that will be for the next podcast because Monster Hunter World, there is so much that I can dog on. Yeah, this is a lot of privilege. Okay, so we got 10 seconds left. Uh, I'm Anthony. I'm Anthony. I'm Kevin. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Zima Box. Stay white, keep your butthole tight.